Good day, everybody, and welcome to the latest segment of Markham's Invisible Strength podcast. I'm Brennan Stead from the marketing department, and with me today in the Sydney office is our CEO, Mark Smith. How are you going, Mark, and how are you handling the weather? Thank you very much. Yeah, it's great to be here for the first time in three years. It was late 2019 that I was last in this office, so it's great to see the team again. Excellent. Absolutely excellent. So today we're going to have a chat about a very important topic, which is sustainability in the concrete industry and what Markham's doing in that space. And uh, who better to help us with that than the CEO? So, Mark, thinking about the background and history of the last 25 years, the products traditionally we've worked with have always had a leaning to being environmentally friendly, haven't they? Well, I think it goes right back to the initial vision that my father, Graham Smith, had when he started the business, um, founded the business in um, 1996. Not many people were actually talking about sustainable solutions and he actually, his mission statement was about providing sustainable solutions for um, protecting concrete for the future generations, which is our take today um, on providing sustainable solutions. So for the a part of that, the products that we're promoting, the colloidal nanosilicas, are all in the waterborne range. So not only are we just nil VOC, like a lot of acrylics and things that are on the market, they may be nil or low VOC, they're still not completely environmentally friendly to the actual environment. So if our um, nano colloidal silicas got, for instance, spilt on the ground or even went into a waterway, they actually can, they can go and be treated onto potable water tanks. So from that point of view, we are a whole step ahead of not just being nil VOC, but we're actually about providing a sustainable, environmentally friendly solution. And that's probably where it's led to us getting the Enviro Choice um, certification for or license for across New Zealand and Australia for those products that we're offering for concrete curing, concrete waterproofing, concrete hardening. So that's where we kind of the sustainability part has been actually, I would say, a founding kind of chapter for Markham. That's good. That's good. It's not just a, um, a tack on. It's been a part of our approach from the early years. Now, you mentioned the EnviroChoice uh, Enviro label, uh, EnviroChoice New Zealand. Well, that was actually quite a fun process to go through. Um, obviously, watching the um, certification process go through all the chain of um, supply chain. And that's why I'm pro- quite passionate. You see people putting out there that they're environmentally friendly. To be actually certified to be environmentally friendly goes right through from the raw materials, all the things that you're doing in your process. Um, how, how much, for instance, like when they went through our factory, they were looking at um, what do we recycle? Um, what do we recycle in our office environment and our factory environment or do we collect any wash water so that it doesn't contaminate like from if we're recycling pails um what are we doing for sustainability in the big picture so we did things like put in more skylights in our warehouse for so we're using actually less power using the natural lighting um we put in some more things around actually our recycling of pails which we try to do as much as possible 
And I suppose it's all a greater good. But one of the things I would say is that when you ask for um, an environmental choice product or a Green Star product, what some of the consumers or end users or builders, architects need to actually do is check that the actual certification is up to date on the current supply chain. Because there's a lot of times that the supply chain actually changes over the years and you might have had a product that was certified back maybe five, six years ago. But because of the dynamics of COVID and all the different things of supply chain, it can be a completely different supply chain. So when they did that certification process, they go right back to where all of our raw ingredients come from. And I suppose that's what I can be proud of is that we know that our Acron products and our Conquer products, being the nano colloidal silicas, which are waterborne and nil VOC, have gone right through that thing so we can be beyond reproach for actually um, providing a sustainable solution. So I'm really excited to say we can provide sustainable curing options, we can provide sustainable waterproofing options, and we can make the um, save the world um, one concrete structure at a time. Well, there you go. I was going to ask you about that one because that's a vision, isn't it? Saving the world one concrete structure at a time. Can you... Give us your thoughts on what the big picture is. How, do, how does that work and uh, adding life to concrete? Well, I suppose the saving the world one concrete structure at a time sounds a reasonably big statement. But if you break that down, is what are we actually saving? So we're saving time and hassle for new construction. We're also eliminating risk for if we're protecting a wharf and extending the life of a wharf structure. If you think about if they don't go and protect a wharf and extend the durability, how much disruption that makes to all factors of life. It could be the freight sector, it can be the shipping sector. That's just one way that by us extending the life of, say, a wharf, means that we are saving the world one concrete structure time because we're saving them money. We're saving them time. On a new construction, we actually can be saving them risk. So when we're talking about saving, it's not necessarily going out and being the person that fixes all things in the world, but we are protecting each structure and we're playing our little part to sustainably save the world in extending the life of concrete structures. And that's where, I suppose, our tagline of adding life to concrete, which is what Markham is all about, So our vision is saving the world one concrete structure at a time. But our tagline is adding life to concrete. And I think everything we do is adding some form of life, whether it's um, adding a gloss to the surface that actually gives a sheen so that it's actually a nicer, more durable surface to work from, or it's just extending the um, life of the concrete. But one of the things I'm really love about the nano colloidal silicas is that how it leaves the concrete looking natural so we're not darkening the concrete we're not changing the concrete so we're leaving concrete in its raw state but we're protecting it by internally forming a hydrogel inside the concrete which that there I don't know of any project so we're in the tens of thousands of projects now across New Zealand and Australia since we started 25 years ago Um, and definitely past 25 million square metres. I don't know any project that we have done, which our QA records go right back to 1996, 
that we've ever redone a project. So that's probably proof in us being a sustainable solution, actually never having to go back and be redone. That's excellent. And you mentioned the word durable. Can you say something about making the how it makes the concrete itself last longer? We're saving needing new concrete. Well, one of the things is is that um, concrete. Everyone thinks concrete is um, waterproof in itself, but it's not. Moisture can move through concrete, and it's internationally accepted that if you stop moisture moving through concrete, you stop all forms of corrosion of the reinforcing steel and actually all forms of corrosion within the actual concrete itself. So if corrosives like salts or sulfates um, or even just chemicals get into the pore of the concrete, they start breaking down. Then once they start breaking down, um, what happens is that it's almost like, I like to use an analogy that a concrete structure is not too different to the human body. And when I talk about the human body, is if you think about the structural steel being like the bones of concrete, and think of the sand and cement um, and aggregates being like the flesh, and then you've got all the porosities which were made originally by the escaping bleed water um, are like the veins. So moisture is like the blood. So if you let moisture move around the concrete, it's through the porosities, which are like the veins, it can take any corrosives with it. And I say it's a little bit similar to, if you have skin cancer on the surface, and you leave that untreated, it gets worse and worse and worse, until finally it gets to being a bone cancer. And that's a real simple analogy of that most people... So we are effectively embalming the concrete by stopping the movement of moisture in a sustainable way, environmentally friendly. We are not adding anything to concrete that is not already in there. So the hydrogel that the nano colloidal silicas actually achieve after they've reacted in the concrete is actually more of what's already in concrete. And that's why we say anything that is compatible with concrete is compatible with our products. And you say, oh, that's a bold statement. How can you tell? Because if they're not compatible with our product, which is making just more of what's already in concrete, they physically are not compatible with concrete. So we can be absolutely beyond reproach that we are compatible with any type of product that is compatible to be put onto normal untreated concrete. Um, and so there's lots of sustainable solutions that we can be providing so along the things of um, moisture protection underneath floor coverings, um, protection underneath floor coverings in aged care where there's biofluids and spills. Um, now, another way when it comes along to the saving, a lot of alternatives that are particularly in that are passing the curing standards or passing the sealing standards – what ends up happening is that a lot of them being solvent, some of them can be up to 50 to 70% xylene. Now, we're talking that if you took a 40,000 square metre warehouse unit, which is going up pretty regularly in um, Australasia at the moment, if they went and put on a, a standard curing compound that is actually passes all the... Um, 3799 standards that they would have to put that on at 5 square metres per litre and by doing that they would then have to 
um, be putting on 8,000 litres of product. Now, if 8,000 litres, even at the minimum, some of them being as high as 70% xylene, down to 50% xylene, that means there's 4,000 litres of xylene evaporating into the atmosphere, which has to be not a sustainable solution, versus our products can go on providing an internal moisture protection. And we're quite different to some of the other products that are out there, as in we can be... we effectively waterproofing or embalming inside the concrete so we're helping in a curing sense of concrete that it's um, you're you're keeping the moisture inside the concrete where you need versus being a film that's trying to trap it underneath and that for uh, say a curing um, slab of 40,000 square metres we can straight off the bottom line take 4,000 litres of xylene off if you're using a chlorinated rubber. If you're using just a standard acrylic, you're still going to put 8,000 litres of acrylic that has a large proportion of resins in it that are not 100% environmentally friendly. They might be VOC free, but they're not 100% environmentally friendly. So I think we're joining with the sustainability movement to actually provide those services and I love the um, whole idea of the carbon cure the products that are out there. Um, and one of the things we can help doing is why would you go and put a sustainable concrete in to then add to the concrete a petrochem or an acrylic type um, additive that's making workability improved? Why would you do that? You would. That's where I think Markham can step in and provide a hundred percent sustainable workability admixture. So everything we're doing comes back down to the fact is can we do it in a more sustainable manner and not using your traditional um, resins and solvents and all those things. But I think the world gets a little bit confused is are we talking about nil VOC? Because nil VOC doesn't mean environmentally friendly or sustainable. But Markham is all about providing nil VOC and sustainable and um, environmentally friendly, if that makes sense. That's helpful. That's helpful. And just picking up on one thing you said there, Mark, I might digress if you could tell us a little bit about that workability treatment, about the sourcing of the Conquer Sustainable Workability product and the Conquer Sustainable Waterproofing product. Well, I think probably we need to first start off. There's a major difference between, even though our Conquer products, which are admixtures, are still colloidal nanosilicas, they're quite different to the Acuron range of products. Now, the Acuron range of products is still a colloidal nanosilica, but it has a unique catalyst to allow it to penetrate into existing concrete, spray on to concrete. Versus the, so those products in their supply chain are already proven to be environmentally friendly. But going another step further on that, you, if you were to say the environmentally friendly of the environmentally friendly, you move up to what I say is our Conquer range. So the Conquer B25 being the workability admixture and sustainable workability admixture and the Conquer B50 which is the sustainable waterproofing admixture they actually their nanosilicas rather than being man-made which um, a nanosilica is normally made from providing sodium silica and putting it through a number of heat processes till it becomes a colloidal silica 
which what does colloidal silicate actually mean? It means um, particles in suspension. So fog is actually colloidal water. And we all know that fog can get a lot more places than a puddle can get. In the same way, colloidal silica can get a lot more places than just something like a sodium silicate, which immediately as it hits the concrete starts to try and to react. So coming down, where do we go, is that the standard colloidal silicas, which are man-made, take, even though they're environmentally friendly, they take energy and effort, lots of energy and lots of effort, to get them so that the particles and the nanoparticle size are still in suspension. But with our Conquer admixtures, the B25 workability and the B50 waterproofing, is that their um, colloidal silica source actually comes from a byproduct of the geothermal industry. So rather than actually um, getting a nanosilica particle and taking it down and boiling it down or um, applying energy to make it nano, the actual geothermal industry starts off with a nano um, size, which is many times smaller than what you would normally get from a man-made. But to get it equivalent, they've actually got to culture it up. To, so they go through a number of processes to make the nano sizes bigger than they come out of the ground. So every single part of our Conquer products actually comes from the sustainable geothermal industry. So therefore, we're putting into concrete which is coming out of Mother Nature. And that's what I, for Markham, I think not only have we been leaders for a long time on the sustainable movement when everyone else has been pushing acrylics and petrochem type um, and only now are people starting to dawn that concrete is such a major contributor to um, CO2 emissions and all those things. Um, and so I think um, Graham was actually very forward-thinking um, in what he produced as a vision for Markham. And all I can be thankful for now is the team that we started off with, being a small family-owned business, to now being across New Zealand, Australia, um, being distributed up in Asia and UK with um, close to 70 employees now across foot that's full-time with ourselves, let alone all the agents and distributors and people actually promoting. We've got, I believe, the biggest... um, breakthrough for sustainable admixtures in concrete that will support the CO2 um, treatments like carbon cure. Um, We can't do the same thing as carbon cure, but what we can do is provide them products that can be used in conjunction with them, e.g. waterproofing, e.g. making a more workable concrete, because sometimes those carbon mitigating mixes can be a little bit dry for the concrete layer to, to use. So the first thing he wants to do, until he gets used to it, so the first thing he wants to do is add your standard old workability um And those technologies have actually been around since the 40s. So it's only since the very recent years actually... Geothermal harvested nanosilicas were only um, actually commercially available in the last three years. Um, prior to that, you would, could only get colloidal nanosilica from a man-made process, which obviously concrete's not the only thing that that product goes into. It goes into things like contact lenses. It goes into heart medication. It goes into defoaming of oil wells. It goes into the pavement pulp. Sorry, 
pulp and paper industry for defoaming the mixes. So it's really interesting of the amount of the colloidal silica that's actually made in the world. It's actually only a small proportion of it goes to concrete until now. And that's where Markham is, I think, leading the charge in providing a sustainable solution for concrete. And I'm really proud to be... um, Technically, the second generation pushing that through. Dad started it. Um, I'll carry it on, and I hope to pass it on to my son. That will take that on. And by the time it's got to that point, I hope to see that you won't have the option of having or able to use these nasty products that do have xylene in them and do have resins in them because we don't need to use them. It's a good touch, Mark. That's very good. That's very uh, broad-ranging what you've given us. So thank you very much for joining us today and giving us your insights on that. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Brennan. Um, As you can see, I'm rather passionate about it and I'm prepared to um, talk it through with anyone that wants to discuss how we can help them provide a more sustainable solution for building warehouses, building retail um, complexes, building apartment buildings, building basements. Um, We have so much expertise within our team that can help do that. And let's do it in the most sustainable way we can. Very good. If anybody wants to reach out, you can contact us, get in touch with Mark via the Contact Us page on the website, www.markhamglobal.com. Thank you very much and we look forward to you listening next time we're on board. 